What If, Season 1, Episode 3. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Marvel Plus, the podcast devoted solely to the Disney Plus Marvel series. My name is Brett Scott, I am your host, and this is the show. And I'm going, I'm going to try and keep it a little short, this intro today. Uh, We got a nice long conversation with an awesome returning guest, Uh, but real quick, I want to hawk my Patreon, so indulge me for just a second. I usually do this at the end of the show, but to be honest, I'm not sure how many people listen that long. Uh, some of you may tune out right after the conversation with the guest is over. So, um, But I'm really excited for the content that I'm putting out over there, and I wanted to let you know at the beginning of the show for a change. So basically, what I put out over on Patreon is episodes that are covering movies or TV that is not part of the Disney Plus series. So any of the films that come out in the theaters, um, any other series outside of the Disney Plus, talking about anything like that goes on the Patreon. Um, you know, And then a whole bunch of other extras and bonus content too, like behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, where you can hear you know a bit more of the conversation than you hear on the finished podcast. So it's essentially an unedited version of the podcast. Uh, a, a raw cut of the show with some commentary from me throughout. So I'm calling that series Behind the Pod. And I've got one episode of that over there on the Patreon already, uh, along with a Black Widow review and a video version of the Loki Roundtable. So if you're interested in that, go check it out. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys about what kind of content is over there. So if you want to go check it out, just go to patreon.com slash Marvel Plus. Now, on to business. You may remember today's guest from one of the WandaVision breakdown episodes, and he was also on the WandaVision roundtable episode, uh, but he's a guy I've become fast friends with through this podcast. So I didn't know Kurt Schmidt from a hole in the ground before I started this podcast. I, I reached out to him online because you know, he frequently commented on a lot of my posts and he had some interesting perspectives and he seemed like a big fan of the MCU. So I invited him one day on the show to to do an episode of WandaVision and we just really hit it off, like outside the podcast. I mean, he's, he's just become one of my friends now. You know, I talk to him on a regular basis, a few times a week. And that, that's something really cool about the podcast. You know, I, I've made a couple of friends like this, you know, a a couple of people that I regularly conversate with and even more people that, that I talk to at least, you know, on messenger, Instagram uh, on a regular basis. So yeah, man, like not only is this fun to geek out about the MCU every week, but this podcast has also been a really cool way to make some new friends. Okay. So we had a lot of fun with the conversation. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, Let's bring him on, ladies and gentlemen. Returning to Marvel Plus, Mr. Kurt Schmidt.
Kurt, my friend, thanks for being on again, dude. Yeah, anytime. What's up, Brett? Well, uh, we had a hell of a time getting started tonight. Uh, so hopefully, <laughs> ho- hopefully it goes smoothly the rest of the way. Um, but yeah, we, we're starting like 40 minutes late. Uh, so hopefully yeah. we don't run into, um, you know, running out of time or anything. But I think we're going to be good. I think we're going we're gonna to be just fine. So, um, well, how have you been enjoying What If? Um, I've been enjoying it enough. It's, I don't know, I kind of go up and down with the show. I know mm-hmm. it's only been three episodes. But uh, I, I, I think I... I the first one I really I liked, the second one, mm-hmm. the second episode I, I wasn't that big of a fan of, and then this one, I'm kind of confused. I want to say okay. I I, <laughs> I I don't know what, I don't know. I think it's my favorite, but then mm-hmm. it also um, I also kind of don't like it. <laughs> well, you know what sense. that's. Well, I, listen, I, I kind of think of you and, and you and I have become like fast friends. I don't know. People probably yeah. don't know this, but outside of the podcast, um, you know, you've been on the podcast a couple of times. But outside of that, we, we chat like uh, at least a few times a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just about whatever, because we have a lot in common and, you know, uh, we've become friends uh, through the podcast, but now outside of the podcast. So, um, yeah, this should be. Kind of, I'm thinking a very different conversation than the ones we've had before because, it, you know, the awkwardness is kind of out of the way. This, this is like talking to uh, an old friend already. Yes. So, um, you are kind of my, uh, you're, you're like a fan of the show and you really like the MCU. But at the same time, I count you as like the 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 the, the critic that I look to to kind of tell me what's working, what's not working, because you're very honest about like stuff you don't like. If you're watching one of these MCU shows, you're very much like, oh, I don't care what everyone else thought. In fact, you almost buck the system. You almost like dislike what everyone else likes. And, it, and it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. it, it switches things up. It keeps things interesting. And so I almost count on that, you know? So it's not, not a problem if you... <laughs> hate it <laughs> but but i your first impression you did tell me the other day you're like that you, that you liked what they did um yeah so you know actually what i wanted to to ask you about before we even get into that is did you see that uh spider-man no way home trailer did you watch that yes yes I did. so what do you what do you think of that man um i can't believe how long that for my first impression, I thought it was a mm. teaser trailer. I thought it was going to be like 30 seconds and we saw like nothing. I think it was right? like a full, a full length trailer. Like that, that's not at all what I was expecting. Um, Dude, right out of the I know. gates. And uh, it, it was, it was cool. Um, I wasn't expect. I, I know I've seen like all the speculation and stuff and all the, uh-huh. we're going to get all these characters like uh, Jamie Foxx and, Doc Ock, and we're going to get all these, you know, all the Spider-Mans from years before, they're all going to come back. And right. I just kind of like, I don't believe any of that stuff, really. Um, I try not to, because it's just, like, so much of it is just kind of crazy. Um, and I'll just wait till I see it to believe it. And then when I saw uh, 
dark axe, like it, it, the the arms, the tentacles, whatever they are, they, they shoot out, and it's like, holy shit, this yeah. is real. This is this is really happening. Oh my god. Um, yeah. It was cool. Uh, it was it was really exciting. I think. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I'm really excited to see to see where it goes. I'm excited, and yeah, at the same time, kind of not. I, I mean, the the multiverse kind of. It really screws with me, and I I kind of don't like it because it really it opens up a lot of questions and it confuses me a yeah. lot with things. So, uh, yeah, that's... yeah, and I don't and I don't think you're alone. What's funny is you're a pretty big MCU fan, and even you would yeah. be confused. Um, imagine just the the casual fan, like they're gonna yeah. be like, "What the hell is this? Like, how is?" You know, they might not even get it that like well, the other the other Spider Mans are in it. They might be like, "Okay." <laughs> Why is that special? I I thought about like, um, I listened to to uh, your your the Daily BS your your other show, and I I, uh-huh. I know I heard your perspective on it like when it was dropped, and it got me thinking and stuff. And I I thought about like my kids, who watch all these MCU movies with me, um, and like I guess maybe even their friends and stuff. Like they go to school, but like my my son, he just turned nine. I don't think I've ever watched any of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans with him. Yeah. So, or maybe even the the what uh, the Garfield one, like the the Amazing Spider-Man series. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. seen those. So, like, well, he's not going to get this stuff, and it's just going to be really confusing to him. Or like my, I don't know, my older kids too. I don't know if they've seen that stuff. It's, I don't know. Well, it, it, well, Kurt, you know what the answer is to that. I'm, yeah, listen, you got to do the movie marathon, man. You got to catch him <laughs> up. Um, I actually just my son and I went back and watched the Tobey Maguire's and um, we watched the amazing Spider-Man, the first one. And we're about to watch the second one. Um, and, you know, I mean, there, there, there's good and bad ones in there. But what's what's yeah. great about about watching something with a, a kid who's never seen it? Um, they don't have all the baggage of, oh, you're supposed to hate this one. Oh, this one's terrible. Oh, this one's the best one, right? So I watch it with my son, and from his perspective, he loves Spider-Man 3. Like, he loves when Peter Parker gets the black suit, and he starts acting all weird and doing the weird dance, like the thing that everyone else on the internet hates. My son (laughs) finds that's his favorite part of the Spider-Man you know yeah so so it's interesting that like it, it just makes me question how much of what i think too is influenced by you know just what i've heard and what's been you know driven home on the internet over the years like oh this is the you know spider-man 2 is one of the best superhero films ever made uh spider-man 3 is complete garbage and just just thoughts like that and then you just kind of go with it you're like oh well iron man 2 sucks oh uh thor the dark world's terrible like you know these things where most of the fandom agrees on on this fact but man if you give it to someone that doesn't have that baggage they see in a very different light so I, i found it really interesting watching it yeah, I, I'll probably, I, yeah, I'll probably try doing it or, yeah, watching it with them. Um, I feel like I'm just in the. I, I know from my my middle kid, she asked me questions like crazy, um, and I don't know if I'm ready for all the questions that's going to come from it. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it's it's fun to go back to. When's the last time you yeah. watched? Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah, it, it's kind of cool to go back and watch them just because, like, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. And you kind of remember where you were when you saw something the first time. It's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. Little little nostalgic trip down memory lane. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Just speaking of the fact that, like, we became friends, you know, through the podcast, I feel like just something I've noticed, especially lately, is that that might be my favorite thing about doing the podcast thing is like I'm meeting and maybe it's because of the way that I do this specific podcast where I have different guests on every week. Um, and now I don't hit it off with every single guest. I'm not chatting with every single guest on a daily, um, but there are a few that I talk to a lot, um, namely you and Ryan Frasari. I talk to him quite a bit. Um, and then there are some people that I talk to here and there, you know, um, but I'm in basically in contact with almost everyone. Like I'm talking to Ryan and Noel over on Instagram. I, I talked to you on Facebook and um, uh, Ryan Senio, who I just had on. Uh, it's like I'm in communication with everyone. And it's I think it's my favorite thing about podcasting is like I'm making all these new friends outside of the podcast. It's really that's cool. Awesome. That's that's awesome. I don't know. Um between between all the podcasting and the family work mm-hmm. i don't know how you how you could stand to make any more friends or <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know what, I, what, how, how you get by with so little sleep i'll tell you what i it, it's it's because i started out with zero friends <laughs> you know what i mean like going into the yeah. podcast it was like uh, i was used to doing a solo podcast <laughs> and then i had um a one weekly podcast i do with a friend and that was like my only friend for a long time, you know, and then I uh, my, one of my friends moved away, moved out of state. Um, so it was like I had no friends living near me. All my friends were online and I didn't talk to him very often. So through the podcast, yeah, I, I'm like I'm meeting a lot of like minded people. Um, we have a lot of the same interests. You know, uh, a lot of us were fans of the X cast. So we're all X-Men fans yeah. coming in. Right. Like automatically we're all already X-Men fans. And um, yeah. excited for the X Men to to come into the MCU. So I don't know, man. It, it, it's been a journey, and but I think you're right. I, I'm gonna meet a quota at some point, and it's gonna be like, <laughs> okay, I can't fit any more friends in here. You know, yeah. <laughs> only only room for acquaintances from here on out. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but uh, one more thing about the Spider Man trailer is, I don't know if you saw this, but sp- this trailer just smashed the record for the most views like over the the avengers endgame trailer yeah like like views on the first day what is that about is that what that was views on the first day yeah because it wasn't views overall right no first day views like immediately right out of the box it got more views on the first day than endgame which is it's kind of hard to believe because endgame was like this phenomenon we were waiting for the end of a story it was like you know, waiting a year for the conclusion. And so I, I get why that was like the all time most watched trailer. But fandom is crazy, man. The way they have built up this Spider Man film, do you, people don't, it's like people forget that we have two other films before we even get to that that are coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, I think people, 
Spider-Man just grabs people, I think. Um, yeah. It was just, uh, I think it was just a year ago, right? With, uh, was it the PS5? It is the 5, mm-hmm. right? Um, yep. But, like, that launched with the Spider-Man game, right? And then, yes. like, it was uh, it was that, tra- like, the, the trailer for, for that that, would like, blew up and everybody wanted the system because of that Spider-Man game, right? Yeah. At yeah. least that was my it's- perspective. That's what it seemed like to me. Um, You're right. Spider-Man. And I've, I watched this documentary on, the, on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it was in the Marvel 616 series. I don't know if you've watched that, but you should probably check that out. It's pretty cool. It, it digs into a lot of fandom and stuff. Like it digs into there's an episode all about cosplayers. There's an episode oh, all about cool. um, very little known heroes, right? Um, a lot of cool stuff like that. And there's one episode devoted entirely to the Japanese Spider-Man. Uh-huh. So, so I don't, I don't know. I didn't know this going in, but there is a completely different version of Spider-Man in Japan. So, yeah, I mean, he's way different. Like he drives a motorcycle. uh, He uses different contraptions. He has a spider car like it is a a wildly different show. Right. People were introduced to the character way different over there because, um, I mean, Marvel did it, but they wanted to introduce it over there in a way that people would receive it. So they made it more like all of the other Japanese shows. at the time. Um, You know, it had more of a Power Rangers feel. Or like a Voltron feel, you know what I mean? That was a, it was very or a Transformers yeah. feel. So it, it's really interesting. It's it's interesting. But one of the things that that dives into in that series is just how recognizable Spider-Man is worldwide. Like it's like Superman, right? It's that yeah. symbol that is recognized off the bat around the world. It's McDonald's, you know. It's Batman. It's you know. Not everybody recognizes Green Lantern or <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. the symbol for, I don't know, another hero, but like Superman, <clears throat> Batman, and Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. Recognize all. There was a, there was a thing I heard, I don't know, man, it was years ago, but it's always stuck with me that um, the big thing, why you have like, you got Batman, Superman, and then you got Spider Man, and it's, uh, Batman and Super, they've got Super, they got Spider-Man by like almost twice the amount of time, right? Like they 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 were introduced thirty years before. Yes. Um, but Spider-Man could be literally anybody under the mask, right? He could be any any race, color, gender, anything, right? Yep. So I, when I first heard that, like, oh yeah, that that really helps explain a lot of uh, a lot of appeal, right? You could push spider-man into japan and i don't know like he could be anybody he could be japanese under that mask right yeah and now he is i mean yeah. you know in the last what decade or more they they've introduced miles morales they've made a film of miles morales they've introduced the spider-verse there's been a female spider gwen there's been a japanese yeah. version of spider-man so you're right it it, it has this appeal right because Peter Parker is an everyman, whereas, well, you know, Bruce Wayne is a, a regular man. He doesn't have powers, but he's also super rich. It's hard to connect with yeah. a character that's 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 a billionaire. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, yeah. There's or an orphan. Right. Like yeah. and then Superman is an alien from a different planet. So Spider-Man is like the everyman. It's like that could be me. I could get bit by a radioactive spider and that could be me tomorrow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the, I, yeah. Well, hell, my uh, if my daughters, they could they could put on the Spider-Man costume for Halloween, and they would yep. just they'd walk down the street and they would just say, "Oh, look at Spider-Man." One of yep. them puts on a Batman costume. Oh, look at it's Batgirl. Right. Like, you're a different character, right? It's it's different, you know. Like um, my my daughter's not a fan of Superman. We I watch Supergirl with her on TV. You know, she yeah. she likes Superman, but Supergirl's better. I mean, there's right. yeah, you said there's Spider Gwen. There's a there now there's the girl version of Spider Man, but uh, still like there there's still the um there's still that not that that's that hard separation between spider-man and anything else you know yeah yeah it definitely yeah. could be anyone that that that, that is a, that's a great point all right yeah. we all right i i think we should probably <laughs> jump into the episode man where um this is becoming a a, a trope of <laughs> of my show and i think i like it i think yeah. i kind of like it like we we're not just talking about the episode and you know hopefully people listening like it too but i don't know i'm enjoying it I like it. We just talk about whatever, uh, and then also maybe talk about a little bit of Disney Plus Marvel shows. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, you already got the obligatory X Men reference out of the way. So yeah, see, <laughs> we're good to go. Now we're free to just talk about the Disney Plus series. So I like it. All right, um, let's jump right in then. So, so the first thing that I noticed at the beginning of this was uh, during the credits. Okay. It's listing the actors who are reprising their roles in this and a bunch of names we don't really know. And I feel like this episode, it, it for the first time, it's like really showing this, the fact that some of the actors reprised their roles and some didn't, because this is the first episode where we get most of the Avengers, right? We get it's a story about the Avengers team. So, you know, we see that we get Samuel L. Jackson. We see that we got Chris Hemsworth reprising his role. But it's very obvious that Tony Stark is not Robert Downey Jr. You know, it's uh, they do a good job at sounding similar, but we know it's not him. You know, same thing where in the in the first one, you knew it wasn't Chris Evans, you know, um, and then also in this, it's I don't think it's Scarlett Johansson, right? Um, no, I don't think so. So, yeah, but at the same time, like, so it's the episode where we've seen the most characters not voiced by their original actors, but it's also so far the biggest collection of people reprising their roles with like Chris Hemsworth and Jeremy Renner, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Mark Ruffalo was there. Um, I feel like it even uh, goes further out. There were some other people. Michael Douglas, right? I think so. What did, was yeah. that? Was that right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, man, like it, it's, it's, this is the one that's had the most celebrity yeah. voices and the one that, that has shown that, Hey, we've got a bunch of new voices too. Like these aren't the, the original characters, uh, but, I'm, but it's cool. I'm a little I, upset. They didn't, they didn't reach out to Liv Tyler. They could have got her to reprise her role as, uh, as yeah, uh, Betty Ross, Betsy Ross. I forget the first name. Betty, yeah, well, Betty Ross. Ross's daughter. I, yeah. I always mix, I always call her Betsy too, but yeah, it's Betty. And and yeah. and um, 
Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't they? Is, is it that they didn't reach out, or maybe she wasn't interested? I mean, I don't know. Because you What's know, she doing? She's like, not well, doing I anything. Know, I know, but you know, but what was Natalie Portman doing? She at first wanted nothing <laughs> to do with Thor movies after the first one, but now you know she's like, oh, I get to be Lady Thor. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, man. I I feel like. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. And there's another one too um, that, that that I'll get into a little bit later during during kind of the walkthrough. But um, so in the opening scene, Fury is trying to convince Tony that the Avengers should be a thing, you know. And Natasha swoops in, jabs him with a needle that's supposed to take the edge off, <laughs> um, uh, but instead it kills him instantly. Yeah. Okay. So, like, right off the bat, this episode is the darkest one, right? We're dealing with uh, someone killing the Avengers, picking them <laughs> off one by one. So what did you think of just that premise going in? Like, uh, okay, this is different than the – each one of these what-ifs have been different, and I feel like they're getting further and further away from the original timeline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, so like the first one – pretty much was like watching Captain America, the first Avenger, but with a different lead role. And then the second one was kind of like watching guardians, but it, a lot of things were changed. And now this one is clearly nothing like the Avengers. There's a bunch of callbacks, yeah. um, but it's dark, dude. So what do you think about that being, being like this really dark episode? Um, I like how they, they just dove right in. I mean, I guess like with the, the short time frame, I, I shouldn't have expected anything less, but like I wasn't expecting Tony Stark to die within like the first 90 seconds, you know? Yeah. Um, when I saw the, the episode, the title or the head or whatever, the description, I thought, mm -hmm. wow, this is going to be, this will be fun. This will be something interesting to see. Um, yeah. It feels like a I much thing to change than the other ones you know what i mean like the, a whole team that doesn't exist now yeah that's huge yeah i with this i feel like the the other two episodes gave us um the storyline that changed like we didn't get and i don't know like we i feel like at the end we still didn't get like the reason why we went down this path, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. It, it was clear before with, uh, uh obviously, uh, T'Challa getting kidnapped instead of, uh, instead of, right. uh, what's his name? Chris Pratt. And, uh, and then, uh, and then the girl getting the, the, the shots. Yeah. But, um, but this, I don't know. I, we're just kind of told that, that what's her name is dad, and that's why that's why Michael Douglas is killing everybody, and it's just kind of like, oh, okay, but right. it happens like that, and we we get right. none of that. So, so is that what you ran into? I mean, obviously, we'll talk about that later, but like, is that yeah. the thing where you're like, you're not sure if you like it because it didn't explain yeah. how that all got to that point? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I like the whole. I like the episode, like. All the, all the, I don't want to say like watching the Avengers die was fun, but, but it kind of was. You know, oh, yeah, was, I get you. Cause it's yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know, you don't know what's like, 
that's like the best part of uh of the of stories or whatever you don't know you can't predict what's coming right yeah so even even with the title headline yeah all the avengers are getting assassinated or all dying it's still like jesus how how does this happen how like Thanos right. is going to kill all these people how how are these people all going to die right right um so you're just sitting there just waiting for it and it was every time it happened it was just kind of like fun like oh wow that's yeah and, and they killed them all in interesting ways i thought that was cool that was one of the things about it where it's like each each new scene you're like oh okay who so who's gonna get it here because you got a scene that like has natasha in it but it also has hawkeye in it, or you know or it also has uh bruce banner in it but so you don't know who's gonna get it yeah and you don't know how they're gonna get it and, and they definitely everyone died in like different ways so that was cool it's kind of like watching a murder mystery you know like yeah. like playing clue like this guy did it in the in the kitchen with the knife, you know. Yes, it was pretty cool. Like that, it unfolded. Like I don't know if you saw. Um, oh God, what was that? What was that Ryan Johnson movie that Chris Evans was in, and it was like the mystery house thing. Oh, I have no idea. Ah, okay. Well, oh, a couple just like two years ago. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? No. <laughs> okay, like two years ago. <laughs> It's been a long time since they made a movie that's kind of like Clue, right? Like a murder mystery type movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, they made one, and Chris Evans was in it. Shit. And it was really fucking good. And it, like, it blew people away. Like, people loved this. It did really well in the theater. Um, and everyone pretty much enjoyed it. It was a great mystery. It unfolds, like, to the very end. You're trying to figure out who committed the murder and how they did it. And it's, it's a lot of fun, dude. So wow. when I figure yeah. out what the name of it is, I'm going to send that to you so you can watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch hate, it for sure. I hate doing that. I hate doing that like when you're you're rolling live on a show and then you're like, what was that movie? And you can't think of it. I can't believe this. Every time I listen to, to that happen and they either can't think of it or they'll say something wrong. I'm like yelling yeah. in, in the air like, hey, you know, this is, hey, idiot. It's this. How could you not yeah. remember that? Yeah, someone else is doing that to us right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Everybody okay, so, else. so another thing about this episode that, that the beginning tells us, and the watcher kind of tells us, uh, is that we get some information that we never had before. It tells us a little bit, a little something about the Avengers timeline. And so we find out that the events of Iron Man 2, uh, the Incredible Hulk, and Thor all happen in the same week did you catch that i watched the show a couple times and i didn't understand i i heard him say that but i didn't follow <laughs> what he was i couldn't follow what he was saying it didn't okay yeah yes yeah. so, so what he's saying is the reason why it, it all you're seeing a scene from thor in this and you're also seeing a scene from incredible hulk in this play out and you're also seeing you know that scene from iron man 2 play out is that those movies that we watched, if you put them actually on the timeline, they took place in the same exact week. So all this crazy shit went down inside of one week. Okay. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, so you got this, like all this shit goes down in one week. So then how long was it until, you know, Loki came the next time and the, the Avengers formed like, it couldn't have been that much longer, right? I I, I don't know. I I felt 
I thought it was really interesting that they gave us that. And I don't know if that's originally what what they were planning to say that like, oh, this all happened basically at the same time. Um, but it, it kind of makes sense that like things are ramping up and something really big happens right after that. I, I just thought it was cool. It's like because you imagine because the way the movies came out that they happen kind of, you know, a year or two apart or at different times completely. You don't know. Yeah. But for them to tell us, yeah, all those movies happened pretty much at the exact same. All those events were going on at the same time. See, now that kind of first hearing it, that's what it sounded like. But then I guess I got a different feeling from watching it because I don't know if it happened all in the same week and then we're watching a year later. Because like that Iron Man just sitting there in the don't like in the whatever mark version of the armor it's not like the yeah. original armor that we saw so right he didn't create it, the original armor and then go yeah, to no, no, the and that's not the first to, movie with iron man it's the second movie yeah but so all this stuff happened with the with the people but then we're what like the what if episode happened a year after that happened like and then the the hulk because what i'm saying is like the hulk it seemed like uh, like Natasha was familiar with. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So that's I, where I was kind of lost well, with that. Yeah, I don't know if she was necessarily familiar with him. Um, but you also that's that's the that's the thing about what if is they can explain a lot of stuff away. They don't have to explain everything. So yeah, yeah. This timeline could have happened a little bit differently. I mean, clearly it happened differently. Hope yeah. Van Dyne worked for Shield. Right. It was a very different storyline that went down. So what else could have been different along the way? And what actually set everything different? Is the episode really what if Hope Van Dyne worked for S.H.I.E.L.D.? You know what I mean? Is that the thing that yeah. set it off? Was that the Nexus event on this timeline? So, yeah, right. It, it definitely happens, though. Like Natasha going to meet Bruce doesn't happen until Avengers. Right. We know that. But on this timeline, it was sped up, apparently. That's like that's what I got from it, is that because of all the because of the serial killer that's taking all them out, it's yeah. kind of sped up things. Like she's like, okay, well, now I need to go I need to go find this this Hulk guy. Because where she finds him though is in the events of the Incredible Hulk movie. Right? Yeah. They yeah. were searching for him, he was hiding with Betty. Um, and then that exact scene played out where the military surrounds them and he's just kicking ass and taking names, like eviscerating the military like that all. That all happened in the Incredible Hulk didn't happen in Avengers. So, yeah, it feels like a lot of the stuff got mashed together. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was cool. The the Hulk thing. I was kind of surprised to see that happen uh, like yes. it did. And then it, I, I probably, I read, I tend to read into things maybe a little bit much, but then I, uh, it just kind of brought up to me like, man, why are they like bringing up, like, is there a reason why they're bringing up like a third, like they, I looked it up, that movie was like 13 years ago. So like, uh -huh. is there a reason why they're like bringing up this 13 year old movie that 
Like, right. I, I think everyone else has forgotten. Hell, it's not even on like Disney Plus. Um, yeah, it's the uh, Incredible know. Hulk is the, uh, the the bastard stepchild of <laughs> of yeah. the MCU. Like, but I was so happy to see it because I don't hate that film. I, I so yeah. that's one of those that people dislike, but I I thought it was really great, and I actually liked Edward Norton as yeah. Bruce Banner. I Me really too. did. Yeah, and, and watching this episode, that was like the scenes with that was the stuff that I was most familiar with from the episode. Yeah. Um, some of the other things kind of like ring true, but I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man, this this Hulk part, this feels like the movie. I remember that, you know. Uh, that was kind of yeah. funny how how that worked for me. Yeah, but I, I do like that they addressed it in this. So th- there's also some weirdness around the fact that they changed the lead actor, right? So that might make it, it like iffy that they don't really want to reference it too much and remind people that the actor's been changed you know so that could be part of it too um but i I like that like this show kind of confirmed like you know because there were people saying like you know we're not even sure if that's really part of the mcu is it like this makes it absolutely it's part of the mcu right like that for sure solidifies it Yes, those events happened in this universe. That Hulk is the same Hulk. Um, and, and we can, you know, we, we've had Ross, so we know that, I don't know, th- this was the first time they really brought it back, though, and solidified it. The only weirdness was that in that film, Edward Norton was Bruce Banner. So in this film, you've got Mark Ruffalo portraying him, but you know, acting out the same parts that Edward Norton did. So it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, yeah. But I was glad to see that. I was glad to see the Hulk be brought in. Like, you know, they're like, I, I've heard people say like, oh, they need to make a Hulk movie. Like, they, they've made all the other characters. Have so It's like, dude, they had a Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't feel like, I'm not sure there's a whole lot you can do with the Hulk no, by himself. We've had, yeah, we've had two Hulk movies and nobody likes them. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to change with Mark Ruffalo. I really don't. I mean, you had a star, yeah. like a star like Edward Norton. And and he was a big fucking star. You know, Edward yeah. Norton's no slouch. Like, he's a serious actor. I love Edward Norton. And, you know, people didn't like that movie. But I don't get that because I really, I enjoyed that movie. I liked it. And And that was one thing, too, that I was kind of hoping... When when they showed that part where the military surrounding him and he starts like, you know, bashing the tanks and stuff, I was really hoping they would bring out uh, the Tim Roth character who who played Abomination. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because that was one of my favorite parts is when when he comes out before he gets the serum and becomes Abomination, he tries to take on the Hulk with just by himself, and he gets like yeah. Hulk smashes him. He gets yeah, Hulk right. smashed, and he's like, breaks every bone in his body. Yeah, I was hoping, like, I was like, oh, is Tim Roth going to be in it? They're going to bring him back. Like, that would be cool. Uh, but we are getting Abomination in, uh, it looks like in Shang Chi. So we'll see. Huh, I, yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't watch the Shang Chi trailer? Uh, I did. I didn't remember seeing Abomination though. I remember. Oh. Uh, was he in there? Yeah, at the very end. That. Yeah, at the very end of it, it, it was like a big uh, breaking the internet thing, right? It was like um, the very end of the trailer. 
it shows abomination he looks a little different he looks yeah. a little more comic accurate actually than than he did in uh like he's got the little fin things on his face uh okay. so he kind of looks like kind of looks like the character but like yeah, it was a thing, and I guess Marvel. I'm pretty sure they confirmed that. Yeah, that that's who you saw because people were like, "Was it really huh. Abomination? Was it?" So um, I, somehow they're bringing him back. It it, it looks like he's in yeah. some sort of cage cage fight in, in Shang Chi. So we I don't know what the hell's going on. Hmm. Yeah, that that trailer. I uh, I watched it. Really, I didn't I didn't care for it. it didn't look that great to me, so mm-hmm. I didn't watch it again. I just kind of ch- said, "All right, well, I'll just watch the movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna delve too deep into this. I'm not too familiar with the character either, so I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it. I know I've seen a lot of stuff with how uh, between that and the Eternals trailer too, but I'm not familiar with those characters either. So I watched it once and didn't know a whole lot of what I was watching, so I just kind of left it alone, you know." Yeah, same. I I haven't watched those ones, and I and you know it, you know it's no Spider Man No Way Home, and that's kind of what I was yeah. saying. Is like, is like people are going crazy for that. And it's like, but we've got two films before yeah. that. I hope there's still enthusiasm for these other films. Like, I, I want them to do well too. Like, you know, yeah. the themes need to come back, and we need, I, I we I don't know, we, we need people to go out and see these movies in the same way, like. To keep them going, because uh, I don't know. I, I would hate to see, just because they're kind of newer characters, the movies not do well. I, I would love to see uh, people, their faith in the MCU ring true, and it'd be like, oh, see, yes, people people have faith in, in what they're doing with the MCU. Uh, they'll go see anything that, that, you know, yeah, curated by Kevin Feige. So I... um. I'm the same as you, though. I mean, same as anyone else. Like, I watch those trailers. They don't excite me as much as the characters I know and love. Yeah. Um, the Shang-Chi, I, I think, honestly, I'm a little more excited about than Eternals. Uh, I had someone, like, last week say, like, dude, did you see that new Eternals trailer? It's really great. And I'm like, no, I haven't. And I didn't even care to go watch it right away. <laughs> Whereas, like, Spider-Man yeah. trailer, I'm like, what? It leaked? Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, dropped? Yeah, right. I gotta watch it. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's a different thing. So, um, back into the show. Yeah. Uh, the Hulk is going ape shit. Military's brought in, and he's smashing things around, and then he explodes into a pile of green goo, like completely unexpected. Yeah. Did not expect that at all. Yeah, not at all. That was uh, that was, I'm. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of happy they didn't go, uh, didn't show us the aftermath of it. Yeah, I was true. For that reveal, and I didn't see. Yeah. I, I I thought we'd see Ross with like green goop dripping from him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it was definitely the darkest death of the episode, though. I wasn't expecting someone to explode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh, and I guess I kind of I kind of skipped over it. Um, I guess <clears> it was. It, I don't know. It was a little more boring of a death, but you know, Thor gets taken out by Hawkeye. Um, it seems, and Hawkeye's like, yeah. you know, I didn't release the arrow. Uh, and and you know what? I'll be honest with you. In that scene, I had a feeling nanotechnology was involved. Oh, like yeah. when I saw that. Yeah, when I saw that, it reminded me of the stuff that happened in uh, Endgame 
when like you know he's inside Tony's shirt and stuff, and he's like manipulating yeah, all yeah. this stuff. That's so I didn't know. I was like, oh, what is, is Ant Man doing something? Is maybe it's Yellow Jacket, right? Like we haven't seen oh. that guy. It's like yeah. it could be that, but yeah, I thought for a second. I'm like, could it be a tiny person? Could be a tiny, but wow. I really didn't think Hank Pym. I really did not. I, uh, I just it, it happened at the same time as like the the thunder and the lightning. So I just I didn't like uh I didn't chuck it up to the nerves, but like it just seemed like the universe was killing uh was killing Thor, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Who, who would think that that character would be the character to end the Avengers? Like it is kind of ridiculous, right? Yeah. Okay, so while all that is going on, we get Loki shows up. And he's not here to take over the world yet. That that doesn't actually happen for like a couple more years, I think, originally anyway. Uh but he, he's actually here to avenge the death of his brother. And that's something that I love. I, I love the story we've had. And I didn't give a damn about Loki or Thor going into the MCU. And I didn't care much for the first two Thor films. But I'll tell you what I did enjoy. The evolution of the relationship between Thor and Loki has been pretty damn cool to watch because it's like they've been like severe enemies at times and Loki has been a real piece of trash at times but it always comes back like it seems like they've always got each other's back in the very end you know like in Ragnarok we kind of saw that actually play out and then during the Loki series you kind of saw that he had a sentimental side when he uh, when they showed like a flashback of him and Thor saying that he, I, I, it just showed that he cared about the relationship. So, yeah, I don't know. As much as I didn't care that much for the characters originally in the MCU, I do love what they ended up doing with them. Yeah, we've seen maybe the most growth with those characters, like from beginning to end. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and Loki in general, like he's been in so much of the MCU. I'm kind of surprised he's not one of the people that have retired. You know what I mean? Like he was in the first Thor. He was in the second Thor. He was in Ragnarok. He was in Avengers. Um, He had his own series. Like it it seems like he would be one of the ones that, you know, doing what Robert Downey Jr. is doing or Chris Evans is doing, but like, okay, I've done fulfilled my uh, (laughs) contract. But Yeah. I love it. He, he's, I, he's waiting for that Downey uh, paycheck, probably. I think, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it for sure. Uh, there's one thing between all these scenes, two things that I think we've kind of passed up. But uh, okay, uh, the first thing is that I love the the day stamps in between. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't. I I feel like that's that's from a movie or something, and I just thought it was awesome. Um, just the the stamp, and then you got like the ominous uh, music that plays along with it. it was yeah, fun. I, I, it almost feels like sometimes it almost feels like Law and Order. You know, Law and Order. <laughs> yeah. It's like doom, doom, yeah. and they like yeah. change scene and they show like the time of day or whatever. It's kind of like that, 
Um, but it's also yeah. it's something else. I think it is something from the MCU. I'm thinking of um, definitely Avengers Endgame did the timeline, so it would be like 2012, New York. Yeah. You know, and it would yeah. be like wherever else they went, it would say where they were at, and it was kind of like that. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but I like that then, too because it showed how quickly everything was happening. It was like Monday, then Tuesday, yeah. then Wednesday. It's like. Damn, by Friday, Loki is fucking taking over the world. It's crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, and then one of the things that kind of, that kind of, uh, I don't know, it's a little thing that just gets under my skin a little bit, is when Natasha is there to, to get the Hulk or whatever, she gets a call from, from Fury. And yeah. Fury says, the first thing he says, are you in a secure location? And she says, no. And then, yeah. like, there's a little pause, and then he just tells her, I, like, he tells her whatever he's going to say anyways. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the, what the hell is the point of that? Yeah, he's like, I, I just, I have to ask that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's there in the was... S.H.I.E.L.D. script. But, yeah, that, that that's weird. They never, he, she, <laughs> you're just a secure location? No. All right, here's the sensitive information anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I, I was waiting for, I don't know, like, oh, I, I meant to tell you this earlier, but you weren't in a secure location. I don't know. Something, it was just kind of goofy. Like, what, what was that? Yeah, I had no bearing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so Loki about to start some shit, but Fury convinces him, hey, like, you know, why don't we, why don't we work together? We can figure out who killed your brother, take care of business. It's like, he wants to get to the bottom of it as, as much as Loki does. So they team up, and that's when we get that the big reveal, right? That it's Hank Pym behind everything. Yeah. He's been murdering the Avengers one by one. And then we get the whole thing, like, it, it's because he's avenging Hope. He feels like S.H.I.E.L.D. did Hope wrong, and Hope apparently worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. and somehow died in the line of duty. So we yeah. figure that out. And it bothers you that we don't know how she ended up working for shield we don't know what how she died like there's so much with it that bothers me one is like we get like this detective story right this mystery story detective story and like we're i guess marvel just thinks we're too stupid to figure out the stuff on our own so they don't bother helping. Like, they don't give us any clues. They don't give us any hints. They just tell us um, yeah. who it is in the end. And it just kind of felt like it, it felt cheap. Like, oh, well, what the hell? I couldn't. Thanks. You know, thanks for nothing. Like, this this makes no sense to me. Um, and, yeah, and then it, it, like, literally makes no sense. Because his daughter died. So he's going to avenge her death, which... I could, I got, I got kids. I, I guess I could see that point of view, right? Uh huh. But he's just killing like people that aren't even, they're not even part of Shield. They're, yeah, like, that's true. That Shield, people that Shield wants. It's like Jesus, man. Like you, you really went off your rocker. And I mean, if you're gonna kill people, you, you went off your rocker, right? Um, but like, yeah. Why didn't you just kill Fury? Right. Why didn't you kill or or uh, anybody else? there right anyone else involved with shield yeah yeah it makes sense yeah the avengers haven't been formed yet so i mean it's surprising that hank pym even knows anything about the avengers because you know fury was kind of keeping it close to his chest the whole time 
like this whole idea of of a team like he talks about like there was an idea you know yeah yeah like it i don't know that that stuff and that's what it is like the whole show up until that point i liked and i was having fun with and then i get the reveal and then it's like oh this sucks <laughs> like so this are you the, were, were you were you upset that they didn't give adequate clues that led to hank pym like it didn't make sense that that's who it was in the end they didn't even give you the clues to figure it out um yeah and that they they just it up it was almost just like hey it was pym all along you're like what there was no clues to that at all or were you mad that they told you who the like was it was it the fact that they didn't give you the whole like mystery of it yeah they didn't give us the whole it's they didn't give us the mystery and on top of that when they explain it it doesn't make it still doesn't make any sense like there's no like his motive doesn't make any sense it could yeah. have just been anybody yeah it seems um, like he kind of went a little too far yeah for uh, for what his motive was like yeah like you said killing the avengers it makes no sense he should have just yeah. been taking out shield agents it makes zero sense for him to take out thor a guy who just arrived on earth and hasn't even picked up molnir yet yeah and they think he calls that out specifically and then he's like well you were going to you were going to recruit him and it's like what what the hell what are you yeah. even talking about so what like i don't know yeah, yeah fury, didn't, fury didn't even know he was going to recruit him yet you know what i mean yeah. so like why would hank pym yeah. even know to be there and to take this guy out it, yeah you're right i didn't realize this but like the more we talk about it some of it did not make sense. That didn't make any sense why he would kill Thor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That part, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So he, would it have, just... he would have had to have gotten some sort of inside information and known at least who the potential vendors were. Like, you know, Stark and uh, Banner were yeah. probably mean. But yeah, like, Cap was still under the ice. So. You know, yeah. that one, and that was a major part of building the team. So it was like, basically the only ones he could know about if he got some inside information was like Natasha and Tony and Bruce. Yeah, That's it. So why kill Thor? Um, Hawkeye. I think he ended up an accidental member of the Avengers. I don't even think Fury was looking at him as an Avenger in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't get that... Uh that feel right like he was just like a, a special agent or something almost yeah, he was just, he, he just kind of hanging out he was a Coulson at first you know what i mean it was like yeah he had some skills um but it wasn't like fury sought him out as a as someone yeah. to be on the Avengers team so yeah and I, you you kill uh, pim kills uh hawkeye in this wouldn't like the greater revenge be letting the guy live and just let him go that shit crazy like and he he's, killed he's, someone yeah he's sitting in the cell and colson says like yeah he's it's the same story he's really beating himself up about it like if you're if you're a psychopath killing people like isn't that like isn't that better than death like that's like yeah. this guy's gonna go the rest of his life knowing that he never he didn't release that arrow right yeah not, not questioning that but like you're you're driving this guy crazy i don't know yeah, it makes sense. Um, it, it it does make sense. But I mean, in their defense, psychopaths aren't usually rational either. They're not like, you know, 
I, I think I, this guy suffered enough by torturing himself. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Not I guess sure. in the end, it's just a cartoon too, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's all just you know comic book media. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Got to suspend disbelief a little bit, but um. Yeah. So the episode actually it, it it kind of ends on a cliffhanger because you know it, Loki ends up taking over the world a little early, right? Like he attempts to. Uh, in the Avengers film, but the Avengers stop him. There's no Avengers here to stop him. And so we kind of knew this is pr- the part of the premise, right? Like, if there was no Avengers, then what would have happened? Loki might have taken over the Earth, for, you know, way earlier, and, Thanos. And and then, like, so so the episode, for me, it, like, redeems itself with that. And it's like, oh, oh my God, this is the greatest ending ever. And then... <laughs> It's like no, we're not we're not done yet. We're gonna give you this, and it's like oh man, like he just killed it. Like why couldn't you just leave it? You're um, right. You're right. It was that was like the the worst ending. Like we didn't need to see Cap. Like we know Cap is still like we know Cap didn't die here, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I talked. I think it was I think it was with my last guest, maybe the guest before that. Um, but we were talking about how the what if comic book series, a lot of times, most of the time ended up on a negative, you know, yeah. it, it ended on a on a sad note. It was like, man, yeah. that would have been a crappy universe to, to have. Um, and, and these series haven't really showed that yet. There's always like this hope still in each one. And and maybe that's just because we're dealing with, you know, PG-13 TV 14 subject matter. Like, yeah. you know, you got to keep it somewhat lighthearted and the good guys got to win but you know they did infinity war that was pretty damn dark you know yeah. ending it the way they did. um so i feel like they could end some of these on, on a sad note and they, maybe you're right maybe, maybe just ending it where like hey avengers didn't exist so loki took over and that's all yeah. she wrote and loki was i don't i don't know it wouldn't have been that sad like he was like happy go lucky loki he was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're here like, there... yeah, I would have been all right with Loki ruling over us. <laughs> it yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't have been, you know, like the darker thing was like letting Pim, you know, like he, he got to kill everyone and he's still living. Like we got we got rid of him. Now we just have Loki. They they already alluded to like the, the beeper for Captain Marvel. So, I mean, uh-huh. like at the end of at the end of the show, my daughter literally looked over to me and she says, what about Spider-Man? <laughs> I I just thought of it now. Like we we spent the whole first half of this episode talking about Spider-Man, <laughs> but, uh-huh. but uh, that's what she says to me. Like, what about Spider-Man? And I'm like, well, Spider-Man's not an Avenger. And she's like, what? Yes, he is. <laughs> well, I, I guess. Well, that, I don't. What do you? Yeah, that's funny. He he kind of like Tony makes him an Avenger by the end, yeah. you yeah. know, but but not. At yeah. this point, he's just a kid. In fact, in this point, he's not even Spider-Man yet. I don't think. No. It's way no, it's probably, too early. He's like 12 yeah, years old yeah. right now. Yeah, right. So, yeah. you know, uh, maybe he becomes Spider-Man, but wouldn't even know anything about the Avengers. The, you know, you know, he's a street-level yeah. character yeah. anyway. He, he's not the guy that takes on Loki. No. Yeah, you know? So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's cute, though. Like, what, 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 they didn't talk about Spider-Man. Yeah. My daughter would have said the same thing because that's like her favorite. Spider-Man's her favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we end the episode with like, oh, but we've still got Steve Rogers on ice. We could thaw him out. And Fury called up his old pal Carol Danvers early. So that's where it ends. 
it's like basically the Avengers are, are just going to be the captains, right? Yeah. Captain yeah. America, Captain Marvel, that's the team. Yep. So, and that, honestly, that'd probably be all you need to take out Loki. You know, Captain Marvel could probably do that on her own. Uh, she's she's just a bit overpowered. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying, man. Like at first I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, but that's the the neat thing about having guests on is they kind of change my mind about stuff a little bit. You know, like yeah. I had that happen last episode too. I'm like, I saw it one way, but then I was like, he kind of he kind of turned me around on a little bit. And like you're convincing me now, like I I I kind of now what I'm looking for out of this series just for a couple episodes to end on a sad note. You know, yeah. that's it. Like that's what I want now. I'll be happy with the whole series if like three of them end sad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, that's it's kind of got like the what if series, the the title, whatever. It's got it's got like the um Twilight Zone type feel to it, right? Yes, very much. It's like and, anthology. Yeah, and those and it, I mean, hell, all the Twilight, it's all like a what if, what if this happened? But like mm-hmm. they always kind of ended on like it was a twist ending, right? Yeah. So, so with usually um, with usually a moral. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like that. A lesson in the end. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Marvel kind of like missed a boat with this. And that's like what they could have had. Um, I don't know. These these things, they kind of seem like, I don't know, like fluff, like just kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's well, not there's not much there. Maybe this episode is a sign, though, that they're moving towards that. I feel like they might be easing us into that because the episodes are getting more and more wild, right? They're getting a little darker. Uh, The first one felt pretty fluffy. Yeah. The second one definitely felt fluffy. It was all Um, happy-go-lucky. And then, but this third one got pretty damn dark, like the Avengers actually being killed. So maybe maybe they're just easing us into, you know... Because, I mean, the whole point of this really is that, you know, that Kang variant from Loki warned everyone that, like, if you kill me, if you open up this timeline, you're going to regret it because there's some really shitty universes out there and there's some <laughs> yeah. really bad guys out there. So we we haven't seen that yet, but maybe that's what it is. They're like they're they're showing us like, oh, yeah, so I guess it wouldn't be so bad if, you know, it's not it's not so bad. You know, it's fine having the multiverse, but then yeah. we're going to see some really dark shit and we're going to be like, oh, this is why we don't want the multiverse. We got to fix this. Yeah, right. Yeah. So hopefully it does, man. Hopefully it does that. Hey, while I'm thinking of it. Um, yes, I did a whole rant uh, about the Spider-Man trailer <laughs> and and I, I talked a little bit about how Doctor Strange looked weird in that trailer. D- did you agree with that? Do you think he looked, something looked weird about him in that Spider-Man trailer? Yeah, I thought that too. Um, I thought it, and then I just, my immediately, like, uh, the answer to my own thought <laughs> was that, uh, oh, well, the, the, the trailer was rushed. They didn't have time to, uh, they didn't have time to fix him up or something, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, if that's a film from the movie, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. if that's a scene from the movie, I don't think, I don't think, uh, like, like they didn't get his makeup right. They're like, ah, shit, just put it out there, <laughs> just put it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he did look weird though. It's he looked very strange, like strange. He his face looked way too. It almost looked like it was almost like he was wearing too much makeup. His hair looked really like fake it was odd i don't know yeah. and, and that's what it's leading me to believe that that is not our version of dr strange like that's what's going on there like peter is encountering a different version of dr strange and then i've heard and i think you even brought this up that i i hate to say this name because it's going to trigger everybody but mephisto <laughs> it could be mephisto because you said in the comic books um it was mephisto who spider-man went to and said can you change this because it's ruining my life? Like everyone knows who I am. Can you erase their memory? And it was Mephisto, not strange that he, that he went to for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking that I wonder if it is like Mephisto that maybe he uh, took Strange's likeness or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like what everyone was thinking was going on in WandaVision. Like that was one big misdirect. So he'd be like, Oh God, there's no Mephisto. And then now anytime anyone brings up Mephisto, you're like, dude, it's not Mephisto. Okay. They're not yeah. doing Mephisto. Shut up about it. And then that's when they drop like, Hey, here's Mephisto. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like WandaVision, we, we got the hint with that. Uh, um, mm-hmm. What's her name? The Agatha. She talks, she mentions uh, like her husband or whatever. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, and I think that's like where all that Mephisto talk came from. But yeah, originally, that, yeah, originally. that could be like another tie in between the the Marvel Plus series with the movies, right? Like we we got the King yeah. and Loki. Maybe this, I don't know. It's probably yeah, for sure. No, I feel like that's very possible. It's either a, a different version of Doctor Strange. Or it could be someone disguising themselves. Oh my God! I, I, you know, I didn't even think about this either. We're we're about to move into the scroll invasion stuff too. Oh yeah. So it's very possible that Strange is a scroll in that scene. It's like, and, yeah. and just because you know, just because that scene isn't the real Doctor Strange, maybe doesn't mean the real Stephen Strange isn't in the episode or in the movie. They're just saying that that one that we saw in the trailer, because he was acting weird too. He was not acting like strange at all. No, very no, out of character. Would, yeah, you would think, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's going to be just—it's a just a few more months away, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll, December. We'll get our answer soon. You know what's funny is you mentioned earlier that um that this was the uh just the teaser trailer. Yeah. Like what? What are they doing? The teaser trailer told us half the movie. What's the real trailer going to show us? Like, I, I just get, I, I get so upset, man, that, that they give us too much. And uh, like I said, I did a whole rant about this and, yeah, and not, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I put it on YouTube. I, I added it to the Patreon feed too, just, just as an extra thing on there. Like it's, it, it bugs me so much what, what fandom has done to this, like, world where we got to know about the whole damn movie before it comes out we're so used to the trailers telling us everything that that's people just can't wait for the trailer but like you know when you and i were kids a, a, a trailer came out and you're like holy crap they're making that movie 
Like yeah. you didn't know anything about it till you saw a trailer. Yeah, You're like, you what? No they're idea. making a toy. They're making a Toy Story two. I had no idea. <laughs> Nowadays, you would know before the first one came out that they already signed a deal for three. Like you know, you yeah, know the. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it drives me crazy, and the fact that do you, how, how amazing would it have been to go into this Spider-Man movie having no idea that they were doing multiverse? Yeah. Like, well, no idea. Or at least that, like, you know, maybe we saw Loki and we're like, okay, the yeah. multiverse is opening up. Something could happen. But f- for you to not even be thinking, especially thinking that actors from the old films that are not connected with these at all could show up, like, that is, that would be a mind blow. That would have like that yeah. would have broken fandom. That would have like people would have seen that and they would have been like, "Oh my god!" It would have been like the sixth sense where you come out and you're like, yeah, "Dude, yeah, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta see it." I can't tell you what it is, but you gotta see it. Yeah. And now it's not. It's not like that. Now it's like we already expect it to be that. You know, yeah. if it's not yeah. that, people are gonna be let down. Yeah. It's uh, man, how quickly this this uh, episode turned into a couple of old men griping get off my lawn right i know uh-huh. i know yeah yeah you bring up six cents yeah you have that um i always <laughs> think about uh i always think about the blair witch project and uh in yeah. along those means and then you because uh even then like that you had you had like the fake news internet where mm-hmm. people would turn Sounds to that weird. for the blair witch and it was like is it is like is it real yeah, right. this, this thing says it's real. I don't know if it's real or if it's not. It was, right. Uh, but yeah, you didn't know anything. You didn't. It sure, you weren't. It sure looked real. I mean, it was yeah. the first they had done that found footage thing in a yeah. theatrical film, you know. Yeah. And it was a a phenomenon. It was, and I'll be honest, the movie sucked, dude. I didn't like it <laughs> at all when I finally saw it because I saw the hype train forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it till it came out on video and I watched it and I'm like, so what? So what? But I get I get why it was uh such a big deal. I really do, because nothing had been done. It's like the Matrix. That you yeah. know, that people's minds too. It's like, what? Yeah. What are but you, Yeah, you you just that's like a that's like a lost art. You'll you won't get that stuff, whether it's whether it's a, a big movie or a small movie, you won't get that surprise these days. Yeah, never again. And that, that that's no. what makes me sad, I think, is that, you know, the, the surprise element is yeah. is gone from cinema. You know, yeah. it's we, we know too much. We know too much. And even with what we know, we want to know more. That's what drives me crazy. <laughs> someone you know they, they want trailers to leak early they want set photos that prove who's in the film like why do yeah. you want that isn't part yeah. of watching a film unfold is not knowing what's going to happen next like god i don't want to go in and watch a, a a film where i know every beat before i see it that that's boring yeah now that's um i do my best to to keep away from stuff so i watched this uh this latest spider-man trailer but if there's another one, i most likely won't watch any more that come out and yeah. good luck avoiding uh, the, the talk of yeah you don't like that i tell everyone you know um social media like the the 
it's the the bad thing about it, but it's also like the the great thing about it is like you could doctor it any which way you want. Yes. So like all I got to do is like scroll past uh, scroll past a couple of the of of the news things with this, and then Facebook realizes, oh, he doesn't want to read this stuff, and they don't send it to me anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. And and like with our with our current. Like this stuff is like news for, I don't know, a day, a couple days, and then it's like right on to the next thing. So like yeah. if you can go, if you can go seventy two hours, then you're like spoiler free because everyone's already moved on to the next big and better thing. So like there's there's like a small window that you have to avoid, um, and I've done yeah. pretty good with it. Uh, yeah, you're. Years. Yeah, I just so, I just think there's there's too much like there's too much there's just too much discussion of it like because you could run into it by accident like you know we're in we're in groups on Facebook where yeah you know people might be talking about something you're like dude that's a spoiler yeah. what are you doing you know yeah um, but then some people you get to a point where it's such common knowledge that they don't even realize it's a spoiler they're like oh I thought everybody knew that I thought everybody knew that uh doc ock was going to be in the spider-man movie but everyone already knew that you yeah, know right whereas casual fans probably didn't they had no idea they don't even know yeah. anything like you know people who aren't diehard mcu people that read all the news and stuff and, and talk about it all the time they probably don't even realize what's happening with it like they don't know that the old spider-mans are maybe going to come back like we're, we're in an echo chamber and it does feel like yeah. it's everywhere it's not the whole world. It just feels no. like it. it. Yeah, exactly. That's um, that's exactly it. The people I see at work and uh, and my family, they yeah, they don't talk about any of this stuff, and they have no idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's we're stuff in a bubble a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's just it. Do you, uh, is there anything from the episode that we missed? I feel like we covered everything pretty well. I think we did all right. Yeah, I think so. I have, uh, yeah, I had some, I, we covered my notes. Yeah, cool. I didn't have much. Um, yeah, awesome. I think we're, well, let's, yeah. let's, uh, let's, let's wrap <laughs> this baby up. I know it's late for both of us. Uh, we yeah. got a little bit of a late start, both of our faults kind of, you know, like I, yeah. I was late getting started and then you had technical issues. So yeah, let's get to bed, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Oh, dude, it was great talking to you. Thanks for coming on again. Can't wait to have you on the show to do another one. Yeah. Thanks a lot. And I really appreciate it. I love, uh, love being on. Look forward to the next time. All right, ladies and gents, that is going to do it for the conversation with Kurt. Uh, some, something I did want to add, though, that Kurt called to my attention today. Uh, it seems that legendary comic book writer Peter David has pretty much the exact same opinion that Kurt has about this episode, where he wasn't really satisfied with the ending and how they didn't foreshadow that it was Hank Pym enough, you know, who was behind it. Uh, I kind of disagree, you know, and you heard that in the conversation. You know, you guys may not believe me, uh, but 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 I've heard other people saying it as well. So I actually suspected it. 
I, I thought, hey, this might be someone using nanotech, uh, you know, or a very small person or an invisible person. So I feel like it was telegraphed enough, you know, um, you know, it's not like, it's not like the, you have to know the MCU, and that, I guess that's part of Kurt's problem with it and Peter's problem with it, you know, is is that you almost already have to be a, a huge fan of the MCU. It, this whole series is like a bunch of inside jokes, you know, that's what the What If series is. So, if you're not already a fan, What If doesn't make sense at all, any of these episodes. Uh, but I guess, you know, to their point, they're, they're saying that, you know, you wouldn't even at all suspect Hank Pym because you don't even know who Hank Pym is or anything. Like, a, a newbie couldn't watch this show. And I'm like, well, a newbie shouldn't watch this show, honestly. Um, but yeah, plenty of people disagree with me, including Kurt and also including Peter David. So, anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. I uh, hope you enjoyed the conversation, but let me know. You know, reach out on Twitter at Real Brett Scott, or send me an email at marvelpluspodcast at gmail.com. And this isn't just for today's conversation, but just anything that you want to say, any commentary that you want to add to this episode or episodes past, I love hearing feedback from listeners, good or bad. And if it's interesting enough, I'll read your email on the show as well. Also, if you're interested in being a guest of the week, if you want to come on here and help me break down an episode, you can reach out at that very same email, marvelpluspodcast at gmail.com. If you're new here, don't forget to favorite or follow the podcast so you get new episodes every week as soon as they drop. And if you want to help the show grow, tell your geeky friends. Tell your geeky friends and share the episodes on social media. Also, your ratings and reviews over on Apple Podcasts go a long way towards growing the show. Uh, so if you're enjoying the show, please do me a big favor and leave a five-star rating and just jot down what it is you like about the show for a review. doesn't have to be a long, thought-out review. Just say, hey, I like this about the show. I like that. I, I dislike this. Whatever you want to say. Again, you can find the Marvel Plus Patreon at patreon.com slash Marvel Plus. A lot of great stuff over there um, and, and a lot more to come. All these links will be in the show notes. I know there are a ton of Marvel podcasts out there, and as always, I, I really appreciate you continuing to listen to this one. Once again, my name is Brett Scott, and this has been Marvel Plus. Thank you.